2: Alongside former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. <laughs> Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by former NHL gore, goalie. rather, He is Corey Hirsch joining us here on 101 ESPN. Corey, we appreciate the time this morning. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great,
1: and I heard you call uh, Ribs the superstar defenseman. I played against him. He is the superstar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hershey. See, I just go by uh, the fact that my my co host here, Brandon, is is a lot younger than you and I are. So I just tell him I was a superstar, <laughs> and he just believes me. So he
2: has he has
0: no choice. Exactly. I I heard he was,
2: I heard he was quite the player back in his day. So I'll go with it. Who am I to disagree with it? All right, Corey, let's talk about this matchup between the blues and the Canucks on our side of things. I got to be honest. We're a little worried about the way that the blues played in the round Robin, but we're, we are hopeful that they're going to flip that switch and turn everything back on. What are you seeing from the Canucks thus far? What have you seen from them since they have had this return to play?
1: Yeah. So with the Canucks, uh, you know what, they're young and they're, they're, they're not, they don't really realize what's in front of them. Right. Like they're just, they're in a bubble. They're young. They're, um, they're like, there's nowhere else they'd rather be. Right? There's, this is, this is what they'd be doing anyways, if it was in the summer. So they don't have, fam- a lot of them don't have family. Some do, but you know, most of the guys are young enough that they're they're single, and and where else would they rather be? I mean, they're playing hockey in a bubble, which is the which is great. whereas the Blues? Know what's in front of them, right? They know that there's a two month, two and a two month, two and a half month grind coming up. Now put them in a bubble, um, so I, I think mentally there's a bit of an edge for the Canucks in the fact that there's a naivety there. Uh, and I think we saw that in the round robin with the blues. I, I think, you know, they realize that when you get to the Stanley cup playoffs, it doesn't matter who you play. You have to play everybody and you have to play good teams and everybody's good. Like it, it's going to be a grind. So uh, I can see them not wanting to beat the crap out of themselves during the round robin because they know what's in front of them. So, um, you know, if you're the Canucks, you kind of just want to let the Blues sleep right now, right, through games one at least and not poke the bear uh, and hopefully take advantage of that.
0: All right, Hershey. So, like you said, a young team blessed with a lot of really young talent in Vancouver. The Blues are the the gritty old Warriors that are coming off a Stanley Cup championship last year. In your opinion, what is the one part of the game that the Vancouver Canucks, Canucks possess that's going to be or could be problematic for the St. Louis Blues?
1: Uh, the fact they can they can outscore their mistakes like they can they can uh, you know school scoring hasn't been a problem for them and even look at minnesota uh the last game i mean they were down four three they ended up their goalie wasn't very good and they ended up scoring five anyways right so if you don't pay attention to detail on defense uh they have young players that are are super talented and they can outscore their mistakes but if you pay attention to detail those young guys still they'll 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 take chances on the offensive side where you can get going the other way right like they they cheat they still have that mentality like rather than defend first they they're like well i'm going to score first right so that's kind of where the Canucks are are good in the sense that they can they can outscore some of their mistakes if you let them
0: all right so you and i both know that when you play that way up on your toes and you're looking to man maybe cheat on the offensive side a little bit (laughs) The job gets a lot harder for the goaltender, and you know, you being a former NHL goalie, and now we've got Markstrom in net for the Canucks. Is Markstrom ready for this test? Is he going to be able to withstand maybe some of that eagerness and giving up some of the prime chances? It's not the regular season anymore. It's not the play-ins. Like, this is the real deal. Is he the real deal that can help the Canucks?
1: Yeah. I to me Jacob Markstrom, there's guys that you know, Jacob Markstrom in, in a in a in a situation where you're playing against the high end team, you're 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 not supposed to beat them. I think you're gonna see a really good Jacob Markstrom because there's there's a little bit of pressure taken off, right? So goalies live and die with pressure. The ones that are the best, like the Burdures and the Patrick Wads, it was like they got scored on. They was like, so what? You know, they didn't care. Um, Markey is a very competitive, fiery guy. Almost cares a little bit too much, right? So what I mean by that is, is that then you get a little bit nervous at times when when you're, you know, when you're in a position where you're supposed to win. When you're like against Minnesota, he didn't play very well, but the team carried him through. I expect against in a series where in St. Louis, where the, you know, they're the underdog, the Canucks. Um, I expect him to be dynamite because it takes that little bit of an edge off where. Uh, you know, you've kind of got nothing to lose. And, you know, the the pressure is off just enough that I think Jacob Marks is going to be dynamite in the series, and the Blues are going to have to find a way to solve them.
2: We're talking to Corey Hirsch. He's a former NHL goal, goalie, former Blues goaltending coach. He's now the current analyst for the Vancouver Canucks. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Corey, I did want to ask you from, from your side of things, as an analyst for the Canucks, what are you most worried about with the Blues team that could exploit what the Canucks do? Uh,
1: the fact that um, he, he, they they could punish the young players in the Canucks. Um, the fact that they, they they can play a heavy grinding game. I don't think over the course of a seven-game series, the Canucks are strong enough, big enough, mature enough to handle that. Um, and I, I think they know how to play that playoff-style hockey. So the Canucks haven't quite learned that playoff-style hockey yet. Like I said, they want to score. They're thinking offense first, a lot of their players, right? They're thinking, okay, well, the score's 1-1. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make it 2-1 for us. They're not thinking... You know, I'm going to defend and wait for the Blues to make a mistake, and then I'm going to jump on on, on the chances. They're thinking a little bit still to the offensive side. In playoff hockey, you have to think defensive side first, right, and wait for the other team to make mistakes. So I think there's a bit of an edge for the Blues over the course of a seven-game series, um, you know, to be able to wear down the Canucks and grind them down and just kind of take advantage of some of those youthful mistakes that they'll make.
0: Hershey, we know that all roads lead back to the goaltender, right? So we've talked about Jacob Markstrom with the Vancouver Canucks. Now I want to head over to Jordan Bennington in the St. Louis Blues. And in fact, hey, even Jake Allen, based on the season that he's had this year and the the one game that he did get in the round robin was pretty impressive. For the Vancouver Canucks, you know, how do they approach a guy like Jordan Bennington who just seems to thrive in these big moments?
1: yeah well, you know what You just with Bin, with binner I mean he's he's really done a nice job of, of with the game of not letting things like I said guys like Bredur and Wa like they used to like goals go in and it didn't bother them so you know Bennington's done a nice job of being able to get his mind to the point where he's kind of like that himself, so uh you know you, if if anything with Jordan Bennington, I expect the Canucks to go after him physically, try to poke him a little bit, try to get him a little bit off of his game. You know, bump them when they can give them a little whack on the back of the leg try to get something where you know binner pushes back in a sense that you know he he kind of gets off of his game a little bit uh you know i that's way i think that they'll probably attack jordan Bennington. uh but then you know what it's like you said the ribs like the blues have two good goalies um and you know jake allen's also a good goalie too you're going to run with Bennington. But if it ever comes to the situation where you know Benner gets hurt or something, they can throw Jake Allen in. I'm not sure the Canucks have that luxury. Demko is a good goalie, uh, but you know if the Canucks lose Jacob Markstrom, um, they don't they don't have another guy that can win them a series. Whereas the Blues do.
2: We're talking with Corey Hirsch here on 101 ESPN. Corey, earlier today, I talked about how I, I think the key, and this is not some like crazy analysis right here, but the Blues have to get off to a good start because of what happened with them in the round robin to get their confidence back and to get up on this Canucks team that is riding high right now. How do you think the Canucks would respond if they do go down 1-0, 2-0 potentially in this series to the Blues?
1: Yeah, you know what? Like again, I th- like I said, I think they're young enough that they're they're a team that. Um, I don't think you can get them to quit. I don't think you can push them out to get them to quit, because like, again, they got nowhere else to be. These young guys, now, all they want to do is play hockey, anyways. Um, you know, so whereas I, I do wonder if, they've, if the Canucks and, and you know, the, obviously the Blues are, are, are a favorite here, but I wonder if the Canucks ever got the Blues to that situation, and the Blues, you know, just know the grind. I wonder if you could you could push them out, right? But, so I, I think the advantage for that would be the Canucks in the sense that. The Blues have done it. They're, you know, they're a little bit older. They're in a bubble. They've got families. They've been through the grind. I wonder if you could push the Blues out mentally, you know, if it ever got to that situation. But I I think it's going to be a a close series. But as far as the Canucks go, um, young guys just don't know any better. Like, they're not going to go down without a fight. They're just going to keep playing right to the end and, and see what happens until you tell them to go home.
0: Hershey, the one last thing I've got for you, and it's about another young guy for the Vancouver Canucks, Young defenseman by the name of Quinn Hughes. This guy's possession numbers are through the roof. And, you know, our listeners here in St. Louis may not know a whole heck of a lot about this kid. What would How would you describe him as a player? And how yeah. will the St. Louis Blues have to approach him in order to nullify him?
1: Yeah. You know what? He reminds me of Brian Leach a little bit. Like, uh, skates, you know, he skates a, little, he's a great skater, uh, good vision, doesn't shoot the puck hard. But somehow finds the net, right? Knows how to jump up and play, knows how to get out of plays. Um, and, and I mean, the kid's hes only had a year. Let's not call him Brian Leach, but just <laughs> that type of that, that type of player, right? Like, yeah. let's give him a let's give him a chance. But that that type of player—that a uh, little bit a little bit smaller, but he's tough to hit, right? Like, knows how to get in and out of trouble, knows how to take pucks from guys. Um, I would I would kind of describe him like that. But here's the thing, Ribs, about the Canucks that I like. That you guys found out with petro is um you need a high-end defenseman if you want to win in this league you, you you really do you need it you need a defenseman that that is like that uh and quinn hughes is like that you look at edmonton well why are they out well they don't have a high-end defenseman they've got good defensemen you know they don't have a high-end defenseman toronto same thing you know they've got good defensemen but they don't have a high-end guy so you need that guy the cocks finally have that guy and quinn hughes and it's pretty special to watch. So, you know, for anyone out there listening, uh, you know, if you do watch someone play, you know, if you if you like Keenan on players, Quinn Hughes is, is a, a special player to watch. And, and he's only going to get better and better. So it's really cool for the Canucks to be able
2: to have that. Well, Corey, I hope he has a fantastic career and a terrible next few games against the St. Louis Blues. (laughs) We're looking forward to this series, my friend. We're looking forward to playoff hockey officially opening up. Thanks so much for the time this morning. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Thanks.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.